0: we're back on another episode of rewind and reconsider i am your host harrison fagan joined as always by my co-host mia Graviador. and mia what movie did you bring me today
1: okay so this movie was my all-time favorite in middle school and beginning of high school i thought this movie was the pinnacle of cinema i was like i'm gonna make this movie my entire personality and that movie is 500 days of summer.
0: So I believe this movie is most famous for making everyone exhausted with the concept of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, right?
1: Well, apparently not me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that memo.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so what? I guess you, as one of the few people who like this movie. No, no, A like? lot
1: of people do like this movie. And, and actually, if we really watch it, it's a very uh, nice deconstruction of the trope of the Manic Pixie Girl. And yes, I did watch a YouTube video on that. So suck a dick.
0: Uh. You can't say that. Why? You're still a professional. Okay, hold on.
1: So actually, if you really do watch this movie, it is a deconstruction of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl trope. And I actually never really got that until I watched this movie as an older adult and saw the flaws in what the main character had. And I think it's an interesting movie that people don't really catch the message of and just think it's like a fucking other, like, Garden State movie or something. Like okay, that. but out
0: of a YouTube explainer that you watched recently to prep for this, <laughs> what uh, uh, like what did you like about it originally?
1: What I liked about it was the way it was shot, and also it used a lot of iconic LA. Um, it's it based it's based in LA, and they use a lot of iconic LA like architecture and stuff that i always thought was cool and also zoe deschanel character was like my goddess and i wanted all her clothes and i love the way she acted i was like i also want to shout out the word penis because i'm quirky and cool
0: (laughs) this explains
1: so much oh you're gonna watch this movie you're gonna be like oh no this is mia's origin villain story (laughs) i i i think it's still gonna hold up with the fact that, you know... I didn't
0: even ask that yet. I'm
1: going to go you, into it. Do
0: you think it's going to hold up?
1: I think it will. It's got a good track. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Lovitz <laughs> is actually a pretty good um, uh, actor. And um, I had a, the hugest crush on him after this movie. I'm going to tell you a fun fact. I actually uh, planned a whole, like, walkable tour of the 500 Days of Summer um, with my friends. Um, we went to pretty much every single uh, part in the movie. I'm sorry, but this movie made me insufferable to people.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to go watch it and try to find out why and then psychoanalyze not just the movie, but like what it may have led to for Mia.
1: Yeah, I guess we could do that.
0: So yeah, all right. We will, uh, and and if this episode gets three thousand downloads, <laughs> Mia and I will go and do the walking tour from yes. five hundred. We will go and do her walking tour, and we'll post updates. Mm-hmm. So but, get it there. Three thousand downloads. You got to give it a six star rating on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> and then I'll do a TikTok dance. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back.
1: All right, we are back. We just watched 500 Days of Summer, and before we get into everything, Harrison is going to grace us with his 60-second summary, in which he's going to summarize this movie in 60 seconds. Are you prepared? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, wow. Well, I'm not. Hold on. Okay.
0: You can cut that. Okay, so the movie starts out. There is a guy played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I believe his name is Mark. Uh, He Tom? Okay, he works at a greeting card company, and his boss gets a new uh, hot assistant, and he's like, "I'm gonna make this girl my whole personality," and so he just basically stalks her until she goes out with him, and then she's like, "Hey, I don't want to be in a relationship," and he's like, "Okay, cool, I'm gonna start fantasizing about marriage," and then it turns out that hey, she wasn't lying; she didn't want to get married to him, and you know he believes in true love because he was brainwashed by movies, you know, sort of a gender subversion of how these things normally go. She doesn't because she saw her parents get divorced, and it's kind of a clash throughout. The, their entire relationship and then ultimately they break up they sort of meet up at a wedding but then plot twist she gets married to someone else uh, and he is really possessive and weird about it the end
1: ooh 50 seconds yeah you, uh,
0: it was. it's a pretty simple movie
1: I know but you didn't put the fact that he met someone else at the end
0: oh okay yeah Your he,
1: name was Autumn
0: yeah he met he started day one of Autumn who he's probably also gonna stalk and be a creep about
1: I don't think that's the meaning of this movie but before we get into all that i am dying to know what you thought of this movie because harrison has this thing where he's all like i'm not gonna tell you any of my thoughts at all i'm keeping it a secret with a lock and a key throwing away the key into the ocean until we podcast and so i'm sitting there sweating basically because you know how i feel about movies that i show you and i need to know i need that approval of like you liking the same thing that i like um so we are on the podcast so you can now tell me your thoughts
0: <laughs> uh yeah i hated this movie um i like i sort of i get what it was going for and i think that there are certain things to like about it
1: you hated this movie
0: yeah i i really hated it why okay well don't you don't you want to get into the positives first
1: no i want to know why you hate this movie because i thought this movie was Watching Man Again as an adult, I'm like, this movie's fucking brilliant. Like, it is just, it's like, it did come out in 2009, but it's still relevant to this day. I think.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess I can try and summarize. I, I, okay. I what are the and... few
1: things you like about this movie?
0: Yeah. So no, well, I don't know. Do you want to start with what I hate, or do you want to start? No, no, with no. It?
1: Let's 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 see what you like. Okay.
0: So, well, my first note is this guy sucks. That's yeah. like the first note of the movie. Uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom sucks. Yeah. Um, hate him. Yeah, I have. You know, honestly, I'm not but sure I've like, ever hated a movie character it's like more.
1: He is a real person in real life. There are people out there like that. He's like he's like the Ted Mosby of How I Met Your Mother.
0: I want to push Tom off a bridge. Yeah, no, he's
1: insufferable. But yeah, the, yeah. But it's like that thing where it's like he
0: like. Okay, so okay. here's here's okay, here. the part of the movie okay. that I like, and I see why other people like it, is that it is, like, you know, we've all had a relationship, sort of, in, or most of us probably have. Like, in our early 20s, where we are way more into the person that we're with than they are into us. And, like, we've all had that specific type of heartbreak I think before and so like that whole part of it of the message of like you can't kind of project your expectations on someone else you have to listen to what they're saying you know all of that stuff like I think that's a good message I just wish that it was with a character that was more redeemable and that I did not hate for almost every single second he was on screen
1: yeah he kind of like doesn't change at the end of the movie either there
0: is no character progression
1: yeah I mean, but that's real life. Some people think that they're like, you know, I am other
0: like like, he goes the other way. He's just like every single setback that this guy suffers in the movie does. Like the the whole like time jump around thing was. I didn't I didn't think I was going to like it. I actually ended up sort of thinking it was an interesting storytelling device to sort of watch the play by play of like okay, like you're starting
1: at the beginning
0: and the end, and then you are kind of meeting in the middle of how they sort of fell out. I
1: like how this was shot and kind of the story was kind of like out of order, and you have to like. Figure out, like, okay, how did we get here? And then it kind of shows you and kind of catches up to itself at the end. I thought that was brilliant.
0: Yeah, I I expected to hate it. Ended up sort of liking it. Um, But, yeah, I I just... Uh, and the movie was really well shot. That was the other thing that I liked was a lot of the sort of scene transitions and, you know, the, uh, the, it really is a love letter to LA, you know, the architecture shots, the, you know, the, the street shots, all that stuff. And you could tell it was really filmed in Los Angeles for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, you know, uh, the music
1: was good. I like the music. It's not your taste. I know. But yeah. It's not
0: really my type of music, but it was fine. I, I thought it sort of fit with the movie. Uh, Oh, wow. I'm trying to see if there's anything That's, else that he's I like. Um he's struggling. I'm looking through my notes.
1: I I liked the way that Zoe Deschanel's character was dressed. I think to this day I think it's a little cliché millennial like indie kind of fashion but like I don't know. I have always liked the way she dressed in that movie so I'll give her that.
0: Yeah, I mean uh there there were a couple there were a couple Good jokes, I guess. Oh, my Uh, favorite
1: joke was when Tom is, like, in a spiral and his boss comes up to him in that greeting card thing. He's like, are you okay, Tom? He's like, yeah, why are you asking? And he's like, well, here's a a card that you made a couple weeks ago. Roses are red, violets are blue, and he opens the card and says, fuck you, whore. Yeah, th- that was actually really funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, Agent Coulson was very good in this movie uh, as, he's Tom's, such a calm, as Tom's boss.
1: He's got like such a calm presence to him.
0: Yeah, the whole like I'm gonna check in on you, and you think he's being just a sweet guy, and he's like, no, that's fine. You could just channel it. I want you to write bereavement cards. Yeah, like because he's, like, he's really like, <laughs> depressed about his breakup. Yeah. That was very funny. That was where funny. Uh, the, so that part like everyone's around. just
1: like dealing with Tom being just like having a complete meltdown. Yeah, he's just like he's a child. His ten year old sister is more well, mature. Yeah, than exactly. Him. Where is he getting his? like his advice from a 10 year old child who seems to like have life more figured out than he does, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I wrote down Clark Gregg is the best part of this movie. Uh oh the my the God. only other the other joke that made me laugh was uh when he was going over his nicknames in college and she's like, Mine was Anal Girl and he spits out his coffee and she's like, Oh, because I was like really obsessive. And no, she was
1: like, like, I was neat and tidy. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I That mean, made me laugh. This is definitely a very like anti-rom-com, but like you can kind of see changes at the end i mean like i think when we're talking about tom as a character um you know he's very obsessed with true love like that's his one thing that he wants in life and he's like i will not be fulfilled until i find it but
0: and then they sort of end up in the opposite place where she doesn't believe in it because of her parents divorce they go over that all that stuff but then she meets someone that makes her believe in true love and at the end of the movie he's like i don't believe in this anymore
1: yeah but i think i think the one part that they wanted to show was that When he's not obsessing about love, he's actually putting in more work into himself. Like he got back into architecture and he was kind of getting out of his depression. And I feel like a lot of people have been through that where they've been through a breakup and then they start kind of focusing them on themselves and trying to like be themselves again, you know? I thought that was an interesting take on, like, breakups and stuff like that instead of, like, them getting back together, like, right away.
0: But not really. There's, like, a whole year there where he's, like, eating, he's, like, eating, uh, like, ho or whatever and drinking and, like, making all his friends take care of him. There's the one scene after they break up where he's just, like, in his apartment just smashing plates on the ground.
1: He has to go through that process to kind of find himself afterwards. I hate Tom. I, I know, we all do, okay? okay? And you know what's funny is that when I first saw this movie, I actually hated Summer. I was like, wow, what a bitch, why would she do that? But, like, watching this as an adult now, I'm like, yeah, no, Tom is the villain of this movie. Yeah,
0: no, Tom's horrible. I
1: mean, like, Summer does have her, like, like she says yeah, that, Yeah, like, Summer's
0: a little bit of a sociopath, too.
1: Yeah, because she's all like, I want to just be friends, and then they have, like, shower sex, and, like, they're getting together, and they're hanging out, and she doesn't want to put labels, which is fine, but, like... I think she also learned that, like, hey, I'm putting this guy through something that, you know, even though I don't really like him.
0: I also can see why the, uh, like, the the archetype of the manic pixie dream girl gets, like, hated on so much after this movie. Um,
1: but because... I think it's, like, this movie is, like, trying to say, like, she's not a manic pixie girl. It's because of what Tom – because, like – we're literally seeing all this through Tom's point of view. And we, it, it's, it's interesting to know. Because no,
0: there's just like the whole thing where she's like, Oh, I'm just going to take you to the park and yell penis louder. And I, I want to go on a date to Ikea and like fantasize, like but pretend like to play house. And
1: he's like only focusing on the good parts of her. So we don't know if that was actually true or not, because he's, he is an unreliable neighbor or not neighbor. <laughs> unreliable I, neighbor too yeah <laughs> uh Just smashing
0: plates all over the place yeah. at all hours bouncing tennis balls
1: unreliable narrator yeah because a lot of like you can kind of tell start telling i think the point where you're all like okay this is kind of a fantasy is when he when they first sleep together and he like walks outside and there's this whole like musical number and he's dancing and everyone hated around
0: him. hated that
1: i know but it shows that like you know this is this is his fantasy he's like this is what's happening to me and me only you know I think that's where you start to see, like, okay, maybe maybe what they're showing us in the movie is not all that true.
0: I mean, we're all the protagonists of our own reality.
1: Uh, yeah, main character syndrome. Yeah. What I like, the one part I did like about this movie um, that I thought was so good, I thought it was brilliant, is when Tom gets invited to Summer's, like, apartment party. Yeah,
0: yeah, for her birthday, I think. And
1: they have a split screen where it was like expectations, expectations versus, yeah that
0: was the one part of the movie that was one of the parts of the I few like, parts of the fuck, movie that, we've
1: all been there when i'm
0: talking about sort of like the well-shot like i thought that that was really cool to have the side-by-side of how he expected the night to go versus how it actually went and then it just made me hate him more again because like, storms out and he's yeah, like he's smashing like, oh. shit on the street and, but like,
1: she didn't tell him that she was in- actually no this is stupid. Oh, cuz I think okay, cuz she there there's a shot where she's like showing a friend a ring, but like I I was going to think I was going to say like they went to a wedding together beforehand and he didn't notice a ring, but she just said like, "Oh, he didn't propose to me until then." Mm. So, I think another I mean, I like the dialogue. There's some good dialogues, like, um, when she was talking about, like, you know, one day... Yes, please,
0: sell me on this movie. Sell me on why I should like this movie and why you like it so much.
1: She's like, oh, you know, I woke up one day and I just knew it was just something that I didn't have with you. And that's like, oh, you could just... That, like, hurt me, even though I did hate Tom. That's just, like, something you don't want to hear. And I think another good quote was um they were like doing this like mockumentary about like what is love and they were asking his friends and stuff and one of his friends was like saying like oh you know i i would like a blonde girl with big boobs and stuff like that and like saying all these like things that he would want his dream girl to be but he was like but you know i'm with this other girl his wife his wife robin and he's like she's better than my dream girl because she's real
0: yeah that was a good line that
1: was really sweet yeah i felt that that was really sweet um all right, tear this movie apart. No, right. no,
0: no, no. Tell me, uh, please continue. I've sort of, I've said a lot of my piece. Like I I just, I want to hear why you like this movie beyond that.
1: I don't know. It's just like something you don't expect from a romantic comedy. It's just more about like what will happen if you basically rely on someone for your happiness. And that's what Tom was doing. He was just like, she's the only person that can make me happy. And that's like a lot of pressure on people and I don't think she wanted that. And he couldn't see that. And he was just like, no, we're a couple. We're a couple. We're a couple. And he, she was like, no, I literally told you at the beginning, I did not want a relationship. And like, he's thinking this is his dream girl because they listen to the same music. Like, okay, you know, newsflash, a lot of people listen to the Smiths. So you're not the only one. (laughs) Um,
0: I didn't even know that was a real band. I'm going to be honest with you. you. Yeah. I thought that was like made up for the movie. No. Oh, okay.
1: But, like, I, I like how it's funny when you, when I'm watching this back, like, when he's talking to his little sister, who's 10, by the way, she, like, gets it. She's like, yeah, just because this girl likes this, like, bizarro, sh- the same bizarro shit you do does not mean that's your soulmate.
0: Yeah, I... I was like, damn,
1: she's spitting facts.
0: <laughs> between, between De Deschanel's character and the precocious 10-year-old Chloe Grace Moretz, like, I, this Could has get- all of my least favorite... <laughs> like, archetypes and movies. It's just, like, it's the way-too-smart child that everybody's going but to But she was telling
1: the truth! She was telling the truth! She's like, listen, maybe Why did it she's... need to be a 10-year-old? I don't know, because... I don't know. Like, because it shows the immaturity of Tom. And how, like, he's an older... He's older, he's somewhat got his life together, but in reality, Not he's really. immature. Exactly! Yeah. And so his sister, 10-year-old sister, gets it more. Even though she's 10, and she's already had, like, three boyfriends, apparently.
0: Yeah, you're... You're making good points. I still just hated him, and it just made me No, I like, hated him, too. And, like, movie. I think I, it's a
1: red flag for anyone who's all, like, I feel bad for Tom. I'm like, no, you are not a good person. That's what I was scared of, of coming into this movie and thinking that you were going to take his side. And I was like, oh, my God, if he takes his side. Do like, I give
0: off that energy?
1: I don't know. I don't oh, know. Man. Sometimes you take weird sides, and you're like, no, I definitely... Like, when we watched Cinderella, you're like, yeah, the stepmother made a point.
0: <laughs> stepmother had some points. She
1: had some good points. See, I was scared that. But, um... I think it's a good movie in like showing the like really like toxic side of love basically. And that like if you obsess and focus on it and that's the only true meaning of your life. It's just you're not going to be happy, you know? Yeah. I liked it. I liked the way it was set. Like, it's a you good know, message. It's a good mess. It's not a good message. It's just it's very real. It's a very yeah. realistic movie about, you know, when things go wrong in your relationship and you refuse to acknowledge it.
0: I just, I guess I wish if they were going to do that movie that there would have been more redeemable about the main character so that I could have felt more bad for him. I don't think
1: you were supposed to feel bad for him, though. That's the thing. It's like, you know, this is is who he is and that's how he's going to go through life and is he going to do the same thing he did to Summer with this girl named Autumn that he meets at the end? Well,
0: that's when he meets Winter, is after her.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> and then Spring. <laughs>
0: well, no. That not the sequel to this 30 Days of Night? No. She he Where he hunts vampires in Alaska? No. While dating a girl named Night?
1: No. But can you, like, you, I mean, oh man, watching this back and I'm just like, oh my god, I based, like, pretty much my entire personality on this movie. Um. Uh, when she says, like, her favorite beetle is Ringo, and that's where I got my dog's name. You just, like, rolled your eyes. Like, your eyes, like, fell I, My
0: head almost fell off.
1: <laughs> Why? Why?
0: I, I guess we've all liked embarrassing movie characters know, at some point. I
1: know, but I know. But I still enjoyed it. I think it was very real, and it, it wasn't going to sell you on this true love bullshit, basically.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just... You don't I, like... I, I but c- you
1: don't like rom-coms in general.
0: No, that's not true. There oh. are some that I like. Oh, like what? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that at the end of this episode, actually.
1: Oh, uh, I mean...
0: Anything I th- else? Anything else that we missed? Any research stuff? Any, like, any um, positives?
1: Well, you know, there is...
0: Anything you didn't like? This movie- You thought aged poorly? <laughs> Anything.
1: Uh yeah. This is your
0: time. People say that I don't let you talk enough. I'm I'm Who? yeah, lots of lots of the reviews say that I talk over you. And so yeah. I'm trying to be better. I'm letting you cook. Well, Go ahead. You're letting you a woman say, speak. you have more to say on this movie than I do.
1: Um uh, I like the way they played with color. Um a lot of the time she wore blue because it brought out her eyes. And so mm-hmm. when they were doing that whole like musical sequence, everyone was wearing blue because he loves summer and her blue eyes. Oh. I also like the part where he was all like oh, I love her laugh, and I love her teeth, I love her knees, and then, like, a couple, like, minutes later, he's, like, fucking hate her face. I hate that splotchy, like, uh, birthmark she has. I hate the way she laughs. It's just, like, it's very realistic on how, like, you take things, and you're, like, wow, I love that so much, and then once your emotions flip, it's, like, I fucking hate everything. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good portrayal. Um yeah, the music, I like the music in it. I mean, I, I was really into, like, indie music when back then when I watched this. Um, it was 2009, so I was, like, a freshman in high school. Yeah, I was very, very impressionable freshman in high school. So you can tell why I really like this movie. But, um, yeah, I just don't get why you don't like it. But, again, it's because it's the... The main character is just not redeemable.
0: Yeah, like it starts. At, I mean, some of uh, among the things that have aged poorly about this quote-unquote romance. Um, you know, when he's meeting his friends to talk about her for coffee, he's just being like weird and creepy. And they possessive. were calling him
1: out too. They're like, "You're being weird." Like, well, what?
0: they called him out by saying, "You sound gay." Um, okay. Oh. Yeah, nothing. And then, you know, he's going into, you know, they're like, oh, so, like, how'd it go? Like, how, how's it going? Are you making progress? Whatever. And he's like, no, I asked her how her weekend is. And she said, good. So she was probably hooking up with a guy at the gym and okay, having sex but with you, him. And you've known
1: people who do that. And sometimes we all do that, too, where it's like we put too much em- like, Too much backstory onto something that we have no idea. Like, we're fortune-telling, basically. The way that, oh, well, this person said good in a weird way. And then
0: before they're dating, she's at the office just, like, trying to do her job. She's like, oh, I'm going to the copy room. Like, does anyone need anything? And he just looks at her and he's like, you know what I need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a fuckboy. Not a fuckboy. He's more of, like, an incel. I don't know how to explain Tom. He's, like... How do we, how yeah, do we... he's got
0: a little bit of incel energy, actually. I think so too. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. I, and
1: the thing I find really interesting is, um, they do mention this movie, The Graduate, and he's like, they're saying that like Tom based his like idea of true love off The Graduate because he misinterpreted. Yeah, he the
0: misinterpreted. Ending. I've never seen the movie.
1: Okay. Well, basically, it's like uh, the guy, the main character, finds the love of his life, quote unquote, and pulls her from her wedding, and then they, um, at the end of the movie, they're like in a bus like going away and they're like smiling and then they just kind of like start to realize what they done and they're like oh my god like what did we just do and that's how it ends oh that's the movie that she was watching when they went to the movie theater and like summer was crying oh yeah yeah. yeah. so she like it's the ending but he doesn't but it's, it's interesting because a lot of people misinterpreted this movie at the beginning when it first came out because people were like oh summer's a bitch like why would she do that and i think now that we understand more Like, about relationships and different toxicities of things, we can see that she wasn't really the villain the entire time. So, I thought that was a nice kind of parallel. Yeah,
0: I don't know. My takeaway was definitely not that Summer was the villain.
1: She wasn't the main villain, but, like, Tom was the one that really...
0: Well, you know, like, inviting him to the party and not telling him... That's kind of a dick move. Yeah, that that was, like... A little
1: bit of a dick move. Yeah. Um... But you know, maybe like she's...
0: sort of getting his hopes up and whatever. Like you but, know like, how he felt didn't... about you. And, yeah, you And know... I think she
1: did apologize about that. She was like, yeah. she kind of acknowledged. Th- but, like, but that
0: was the only thing that she did where I was that I, you know, thought was in any way villainous.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it. Not everyone's good. They're not all going to have no. No one's qualities. perfect,
0: and so like, yeah. I mean that was that wasn't great. And she but, probably regrets you know, it,
1: but it's like whatever, it's done. But like,
0: also, like it was, not I'm never going to see you again. In, in fairness to her, she also did not say, "Hey, you should come to this party. We're going to have sex and get no, back together." No, she was like,
1: "I want to be friends because that's yeah. how they started off." Yep. yep. And I guess she realized oh, we can't be friends. Nope. Because you still have feelings for me, and this is not going to work out. Yep. So that's probably why so she. So she went and
0: stalked him at a bench to tell him that she never loved him.
1: No, I don't think so i don't know i thought that was a really touching and realistic scene i just you know this movie yeah
0: written. i mean that was a, that was a pretty well acted scene well written yeah I'll, I'll give it that
1: yeah and i think she explained herself and tom just kind of was just like oh i never realized that because yeah. he's never thought about it like it's that." it's
0: like i projected all of my stuff onto you yeah you didn't want that
1: <sighs> anyways Anything else? No, I just, I know I'm not going to sell you on this movie, but. No,
0: I mean, look, you have made me like it a little more in retrospect, I guess.
1: It's just unconventional, and you know how I am. I love unconventional things. Yeah. I'm a weirdo like that. See me without this hat? I'm a
0: weirdo. (laughs) You're such a summer.
1: I'm such a summer? Are you such a Tom?
0: No. Is that what you're trying to
1: say? I don't want to think I am. No, you're not. Okay. Maybe you're like a Clark Gregg. A calming (laughs) presence. Who's yes. just like, hey, this anger that you have towards everything, why don't you channel into something better?
0: Why don't you write some blogs?
1: Also, I want to say that, like, <laughs> having a greeting, like, having the character be, like, a greeting card, like, writer, that is the most hipster shit I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I wonder how people in the greeting card industry feel about they're this They're like, movie. oh, Our job's way harder than that. What the fuck? You can't just fail out of architect school and come and be a greeting card writer.
1: <laughs> exactly. I don't know that seems like a fun job to be honest yeah yeah i like the little card where he they were all like all the women around were like i guess they're the the valentine's day crew or something like that and they're like we just we've said i love you so many times like what what else can we do and then he like looks at summer and he's like what about i love us and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways anyway i love us I think this movie still holds up. I think if you are into less conventional romantic comedies, I think this is something you should definitely check out.
0: I will never watch this movie
1: again. I think it's a perfect time capsule of, like, 2009. It's very millennial. It's very, like, early, like, late 2010s or something like that. Whatever. Okay. You know what? They all can't be winners. All right? Yeah. No. It's it's all right. Did I (laughs) stay up all night? Thinking about what you were going to say about this movie and worrying about it. Yeah. Am I now? Well, that feels like
0: you shouldn't project so much of your happiness onto me and you should take the message of the movie.
1: You should shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you said that you liked romantic comedies and you were going to save this till the end. Um, I'm guessing. I'm taking a wild guess. What is our next movie?
0: Yeah, so we are going to continue this, you know, marathon of movies starting with, the, that's titles start with Five Zero, 0 uh, And we are going to do 50 First Dates, an Adam Sandler movie that I'm convinced you are finally going to like.
1: No, I love when I lose my memory and a guy gaslights me into loving him.
0: I don't know. I, you know, now that you say that out loud, I'm not sure how, <laughs> how
1: this movie's going to hold up. But... We love emotional manipulation. You know what?
0: This is the start of movies where Adam Sandler just was like, hey, I'm going to make a movie set in Hawaii so I can go on vacation, and uh, it's one of the few good ones to come out of that, so...
1: Okay. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Anyways, uh, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of our episodes, you can find us on Apple iTunes or um, Spotify or wherever you listen to your um, podcasts, and you can find us on Twitter and... Yeah, pretty much that's it. Because I cannot say leave us a five-star review because I have been No,
0: leave us a five-star review. Just don't do it under the auspices that, like, Mia's going to read
1: it. I will. No, you're not. This is a lie. No, I promise in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, that's it for us. Uh, Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you next time.